you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. That's a hell of a job, hell of a win, 2-0. and oh. Cam Jordan wants to break him down. Oh, captain, my captain. As long as they come, baby, I don't care how a win comes, as long as it does come through this door, as, hey, as Saints, that's what we strive for. That's right. We're looking for wins. Now, all four quarters ain't going to be clean and ain't going to be perfect, but as long as we close out, that's what matters. That's right. Four quarters ends, we look up the scoreboard, this says Saints dub, that's all we care about. That's right. Let's keep on striving, working. We got plenty of stuff to work on, plenty of stuff to clean up. We need to clean up now so we can keep seeing them W's on the board. That's right. Let's work together now. Saints on three. One, two, three, Saints! Welcome on in. This is Off the Edge with Cam Jordan. Episode two. I'm excited this week. We just took down the Carolina Panthers. They got a former no former number current number one overall draft pick in Bryce Young. They've got Chubba Hubbard. Miles Sanders from Philadelphia is now there as their primary back. You've got, you know, DJ Shark, formerly from Jacksonville. They have offensive weapons, or they had offensive weapons, but they had to come face the Saints defense. And we showed up to play four sack. It should have been a Brian Brzee, Cameron Jordan sack fumble via Cameron Jordan, but a penalty happens and penalties will happen. Took that away. So it is what it is. I'm sure there was four or five pressures my way. Uh, but we'll talk about, you know, what do I prefer, pressures or sacks, whatever it is. Would you like to stack, you know, stack the stats or win? And I'd want to win. So I'm here for this win, however they come. As long as they keep coming, the coming bunches, I need these wins to come my way. Thank you. I can't wait to talk about so much more than just this game. We're going to talk about how I feel about turf versus grass. We're going to talk about another, you know, one of my friends are going to pop up on the show to talk about what he likes because we all watch film as as NFL athletes. As a pass rusher, I like to see other pass rushers succeed because if they can succeed and I can take their moves and I can have more success, that's what it's all about. That's what I want to do. I just want to see your best pass rusher succeed. I grew up watching guys like Chris Dolman, you know, John Randall, um, got to the league, you know, and, and started looking at Julius Peppers. I started taking moves from each and everybody. Calais Campbell, when he was in Arizona, um, I, I love watching current guys now. Your Josh Allens over at Jacksonville, the Max Crosby's, the, the Matthew Judon, the TJ Watts. I, I enjoy just watching defensive ends and quote-unquote edge rushers succeed. So, you know, as we go on, I just want to – have a, have a little fun with this. Uh, and I'm going to bring in, you know, my producer from time to time is going to pop up. You may not see him. You may see him. His name's Thomas. He's got a bald head. He's a good guy, though. <laughs> hey, man, I, no, not all, all of us have the locks that you got, man. You know? But it's we, shining, we, we, though. We come in. Hey, we come in and we get right. In fact, normally I like to get right during the week so I don't have to get right game day. I had to get right. I was in North Carolina, and I was like, you know, I had braids in previously. Once I get like, you know, two weeks in, I'm sort of over them. When, when you can't, we can't see that new growth. You can't see the scalp anymore. It's time for them to go in my book. Some guys defer whatever it is. My preference, keep it clean. Why? Because when I was growing up, my mother was a hairdresser for a time. And she would get on, you know, she would get on her case about it. So whenever I see, you know, even when I had dreadlocks, if I can't see my scalp, I'm like, hey, it's time for a new retwist. And that's where I'm at with it. 
Game day, Monday morning, I'm in a chair getting right before team meeting start off, which is, you know, I'm in the chair by 7.30, 8 o'clock. I'm out the chair by 9. I'm at team meetings by 9.30. You know, I, things I have to do. And then, you know, you look good. You feel good. You feel good. You play good. You play good. They pay good. What You know, whatever, you know, prime set. Wait, so, so when do you decide what hairstyle you're going to go with for the season? For the season? That, yeah. I, that just happens. Somewhere in the offseason – I'm I'm like I wake up and I'm like this is what I'm doing, it's it's not much thought to it, and you know I'm married four kids so the wife is like why don't you ever consult me, well if I've never consulted you why would I start consulting you you know like so it's, the only thing I'm not allowed to do in my house is do what you're doing right now that, that this this clean look this like you know maybe you have chin hair so like I, I can bit. I can rock that yeah Jack look a look she doesn't enjoy the clean face like that's her like one rule I showed up we were we were living in Spain this off season. Was in there for two months, uh, a month in a month in Madrid, a month in uh, Barcelona, Barcelona, <laughs> a week in Bilbao, a week in Ibiza, and I, I shaved my face off. <laughs> woke up, walked on over, and she was like, "No, no." That was the only kickback that I've ever received in my like eight or nine years of being together. Uh, you know, married for the last four, five, and then she's like, "Why? Why would you do this to me?" Out of all the looks that I've had. No facial hair, bane of her existence. So people can't see behind you. So there are two two pieces of artwork behind you. One, you have a mini fro, and what is that? What you call a, a Fu Manchu kind of look? Yeah, no, no, like that was just that was just like you know some old school nineties R and B. Yeah, like little soul patch connected to the beard with a little mustache. And then you the know, other like, one. The other, the other one. Yeah, I had I had the uh, the the twisting mustache, curling mustache, disgusting. Like, you know, like with, with the wax, you could, you could make it really cool. And then I had a long beard. Like it was my pirate vibe. I woke up and I was like, I, I like, I want to be a pirate. I was like, how do I give the best version of Captain Hook if he was a vicious, savage football player? We got to get this on YouTube so people can see it. Cause it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty I'm, wild. I'm just saying it's, it's OD. And then, then of course, you know, local artists saw it, did paintings. And I was like, this is fire. What could I do with these? So now they're my backdrop to my podcast. Welcome on in to Off the Edge with Cam Jordan. So and my beautiful portraits behind me. One day you'll see. Um, so let's let's go back. You were starting to talk about what happened last night in the game. First, just one thing that we don't get to see as regular people in the world. You play a game, you guys leave the field. We don't know what happens after that. So just literally, physically, like how do you feel the day after? Um, one, I don't know what's happening after the game. On the field. There was a, a little guy, 42, he was getting real scrappy with one of our DBs. I had to break that up. But apparently there's another clip where my guy, Mike Thomas, is walking into the stadium. And there's a there's a killer D tackle following him. I don't know if I like that. If there was a matchup there, I don't know if I like that. I should have been around, you know. I was saying what's up to you, former teammate Shy Tuttle, and my guy's getting chased in there. I'm not saying I have omnipotence, but I feel like I should have I should have been around. As, as the vet, you should have been there. Holding it down yeah. for your guy. Yeah. I got Holding it. it down. Holding down. But so, you know, during the game, you're going to get nicks. You're going to get bruised up. Definitely get bruised up. I took a couple shots last game, like early in the game, that, you know, unsettle you. Um, what was the first like, one? The first one was a running back. I was I was uh, working this edge. Didn't see the running back to the last second. He caught, he caught me in the side. You know, I was like, oh, immediately, you know that feeling. As a football player, I'm like, if you, you know, if you haven't bruised ribs before, you've had bruised ribs before, you know that feeling. 
on connect, you feel you, yourself decompress. You're like, ooh, that's a good shot right there. I'll get you back. And eventually, I was going to get him back. Probably like eight, ten plays later, I beat the tackle inside. Bryce Young flushes to, I play on the left side, so he's flushing to the right side. I grab a hold of him. It looks like we're probably holding hands. I like grab his hand first and work my way up to his arm. So now I've got his arm with my right hand, which leaves my body exposed because I'm focused on on pulling this uh, this kid down. Office alignment comes back, cleans me. Dead hit, hits like a spear. Like it was like a Goldberg spear on tape. I just like, I hit the family guy. My feet crossed. I just like hit the ground. And I was like, oh, you got me good. You got me good. And I was like, I, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get you. Like, in my mind, like, I, I go vengeance. I go red. I'm like, how best do I seek retribution? And I get up and, uh, like, my, my chest didn't, didn't comp- like, it compressed. It didn't decompress. Like, I, I was trying to take a breath, and it wasn't there. I was like, no, just, I was like, that's not a full breath. I am no longer on a full tank. So, you know, we're off the field. Luckily, it was a third down. I'm, like, assessing my body. Cam, you good? Hell yeah. But after I said that, I'm like, so now I sound like, you know, the, the little fat kid sleeping and I'm, I'm awake. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, no. So like, wait, that right, was well, early in the game? That was quarter one. <laughs> oh, my God. First quarter of the game. And so, like, you know, there's the whole three quarters left. So whatever it is. Next thing you know, like we go to the game, somebody steps on my foot, irritates, irritates my foot. So now I'm over here, you know, whatever it is, you know. Third quarter in, I get poked in the eye. I'm like, ah, oh, he got me. So now I'm like, I can't breathe, can't see. You know, like, get your vision back. And it's like, all right, so we'll be all right. Like, it is like, I go to the sideline. They're like, Cam, you good? Absolutely. You know, like, I've got no back down in me. Like, you're going to have to pull me off this field because I feel like I'm hunting this kid, right? This kid is, well, you know, he went to Alabama, so he's probably like 35 as a rookie. <laughs> these, these kids are getting older and older from this COVID gap. But Bryce Young, um, I think he's got great poise, will be a, probably a phenomenal quarterback of the future, uh, but he's young right now. You know, he's a rookie. Uh, he's not what you call mature because he's young. That joke of the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like but, you know, you know, so so I'm hunting him the whole game, and I'm getting closer. I, I thought I had a strip sack fumble. There was a penalty that took it away from me. I'm looking at the refs like, how dare you throw a late flag? A late flag? A late flag. My guy, Brian Brzee, pills a little man. I grab the ball. I push it down. Ball's on the ground. I go to grab the ball. Brian jumps on it. So now my arm's pinned underneath him. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, bro, get the ball. And here, my arm is underneath this 310-pound man. I'm just like, please don't break. Please don't break. But I'm like, yeah, we got the ball. He finally gets up. I'm like, ah, we're, we're back. You know, like, so. And then you see just, a flag. What yeah, then thinking? I see a flag. I've already celebrated. Now I look like a, now I look like a, a complete wheelbarrow. You know, like, I've already hit the levels. I'm I'm going I'm at 100 percent and meanwhile I'm deflated so my 100 percent is really 50 percent because you can't like, breathe like, can't breathe <laughs> you know so um we're, we're I'm going through that there's all types of emotions I'm like I finally got them they t- they pull it back and I'm like I gotta keep hunting so let's go back you start talking about Bryce yeah. composed he's young uh wh- what was it like going he's against little, him what he's little young and yes his name is Bryce I mean he's a he's an NFL quarterback though. Is he that yeah, tall? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the second tallest quarterback in the league, or second shortest quarterback in the league. But you like what you saw, and you think he's how absolutely. Do you think he's gonna do? I, I think he's got phenomenal poise because we tagged him. He was he was like unaffected, like you know, like he get up, he 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 scrambled a couple times. We hadn't seen him scramble the way he scrambled this game. 
when you know when you're dealing with a young quarterback you don't really know what you're going to get i hate going against rookies because you you don't have like a, a set game plan you're like all right this is what he did in college this is what he did in preseason you're 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 trying to base a game plan off of preseason vanilla snaps did he do anything that made you say oh he's got some here yeah his poise in a pocket because i mean his pocket was getting collapsed frequently at a high rate but you know he took some hits as well and, and like some some i was like hey that might that might actually hurt our d tackle nate Shep put a couple hits on him um you know carl grandison hit him a couple times i was like ooh, i i pushed him and like he hit the ground immediately like Boo. so i'm like it's not like he had a lot of weight behind him you know like do, do you try to ra- like can you rattle him like is it a young guy you're a vet do you try to get in his head a little bit early in the game i mean you're from my experience of, of young quarterbacks you know if they're going to be rattled or not in the first quarter like them first two or three hits would probably tell tell like hey you're not that guy pal but he literally took those hits popped up and was whatever his cadence couldn't hear it i don't think he was off of the line could hear it like he no bass in a voice we're talking about you have you know, your iconic white 80 white 80 aaron Rodgers. you know you've got you know Derek carr whatever his set is you you hear it you know james winston you hear it drew Brees, you hear it bryce young in a home game you're supposed to hear his cadence we're only eight yards apart couldn't hear it. that first couple get offs i probably was late because i was like ain't no way he said hike wow i'm gonna give you your flowers a little bit so i saw this stat team put out last night i got it confirmed by mm. the illustrious nfl research so Ooh. do you know that you are the active leader in most sacks in primetime games I've been playing 13 years. I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> like that's is that a longevity push? Like, who else has been playing longer than me? Clayus Campbell, year 16. Vaughn Miller, same year. What other prolific edge rushers are there? And they'll never put me at prolific for some reason, but how many other defensive ends or edge rushers have had 10-plus years of seven and a half sacks or more? Like, three of us. Are you making your Hall of Fame case right now? No, nah, that are should you? speak for itself. I talk about I talk about stats after the season. All I care about is winning right now. Win however you can. You you in the plastic cup. I keep, I keep seeing the plastic. This, People this, can't this, see this. it. They can't see it. But the the double plastic red cup is, hey, is killing me right now. I'll we wait. had a game. La- we had a game last night. You know, uh, I gave you all that I had plus some. I don't believe in one hundred one percent, but I tried to give it to you. You know, like whatever was my hundred percent, I gave it to you every play. Um, and then. We got on the flight. The flight was got to be around like 12, 1 o'clock-ish, there, East Coast time, so we're in Central. So we landed like 1.15-ish. You know, I'm in the car, get home probably like 1.30. So now I'm up and I get in the massage chair and I'm like just talking crap on Twitter, looking for smoke. I look up, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I take my butt to sleep. My daughter wakes up, go pick up my daughter, put her in bed. Uh, cause she's screaming and I don't need her to wake up the other kids, put her in bed, deal with wifey in the morning. Hey, why, who, who got Chacha? I did. Chacha is my youngest daughter, Chanel. She's two. And she decides to wake up sometimes and somebody's got to come get her. Or she'll wake everybody else up. She screams. And when I'm asleep, I hear nothing. So I don't know these battles 90% of the time to, to be clear. My wife is amazing. She, she's a phenomenal mom. Cause I don't wake up and I've never woken up for anything in the middle of the night. I wake up at like six 30, go over to the facility, get a quick lift in. I go to my community event. I always talk to a school or elementary or elementary or middle school or preferably not a high school because high school kids, they like talk back. 
but like go talk to these kids you know give you know give whatever give give them a little inspiration talk about you know how i want you know i want them to succeed because i do i've always done it and i've been doing i've been talking to kids in the elementary schools whatever it is since high school so i just feel like that's a part of who i am and then you know i go, I go back because we have uh, it's an off day and I'm put that in quotation marks because you still have to go in and get a lift. You still have to go in and break down film. You still have to get a jump on uh, the Green Bay Packers. So defensive line, me at 1030, we break down film, whatever that is. I tell guys, hey, get your body work, get whatever it is you need to do. I go back to rehab. You know, I'm treating my little my little bruised, whatever you, this you is. Breathe, you can breathe a little bit again. Not really. Just not a not a great, great morning. Um, but I'd probably say I got like 75% oxygen capacity, you know, like so. In the next two days, I'll be back to 100%. I love it for me. I mean, after they said, once you start, you're never, once practice is start, you're never 100% again. Right. right. My, my dad told me the moment I played football, he said, hey, man, once, once football starts, that's the last day you're fully healthy. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm always healthy. And then I got to, you know, college and was like, uh, high school, invincible. In fact, in high school, the only thing that took me out was I, got, I brought home a C. And mom's mom's kept me out of uh, football for like two weeks, get my grades right. And I was like, oh, can't mess that up no more. And then we got like in a, in a family car accident. I broke a couple ribs and then they wouldn't let me play. And I was like, it's not my fault. I just want to play football. They're like, your, your ribs are broken. What does that have to do with football? You know, like, so we're different. Football Warrior athletes, mentality. Yeah, different mentality to play football. That's that's life. Okay, so I want to <laughs> right, switch, switch a little bit. We're talking about hits. We're talking about injuries and playing through stuff. We saw the hit Monday night, if you watch the game. Steelers, Browns, Nick Chubb, uh, Browns running back, took a nasty hit to the knee. Here's Chubb trying to pick his way inside the five, and he does. Knocked down at the three. Ball came out, but he was down. Minka Fitzpatrick gets the tackle, but he gained a five. And the last thing any Browns fan wants to see, Nick Chubb holding his left leg. Oh, boy. Uh, his coach, Kevin Stefanski, says he's out for the season. A lot of conversation last night, today, about the hit from Minka Fitzpatrick, who also got hurt uh, on that play. Did he go too low? Is it Was it dirty? Was it not? As a defender, how do you how do you hit a guy? A lot of talk, well, Nick Chubb is a powerful runner. You got to go low. So a lot of conversation about whether that hit was dirty or not. And as a defender, from your perspective, what do you think about that hit in, and just in general, how do you yeah. put your tackle technique? How do you go about hitting a guy so that he doesn't suffer that What's kind of injury? my tackle techniques? Which, uh, yes. 6'4", 287 pounds. My tackle technique is come see me and you're going down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care who you are. Um, but as a linebacker, you're seven yards off the ball now. Your DBs are not 6'4", 285 to 290 pounds. They're not six foot, 240 pounds. What is what is Minka? Minka is 6'1", 210. Nick Chubb is 230, 235. That's a power running back coming down full speed, hitting second level. Which as a defense as a, as a defensive lineman, you don't want your you don't want your second line of defense, your defenders, your safeties, your corners having to make those tackles. But now that he does, he's not going to hit him head up. I'm trying to get him down as fast as I can, and the easiest way to get him down is ankle tackles. Going through, going through the legs, because if he's already a powerful running like Nick Chubb is, it takes multiple guys to bring him down. You can't just hit him up top in the chest. He'll continue driving. He squats 600 pounds. 
So, you know, he he took he took his position, he took his ankle. I don't think it was or his his angle and he he went low. After watching it a few times like and I watched it a few times this morning, as unfortunate as it comes that he, you know, uh, an injury was sustained and something that uh, you know, the coach came out and said he's gone for the season. You hate that for Nick Chubb, you hate that for the Browns, you know, you hope that they can bounce back from that. But that's, you know, that's a part of the game as well. Like it's a violent sport, it's a combat sport. And there's nothing dirty about it. Dirty would be like what the safety did for, what was that, Travis Hunter, the Colorado-Colorado State game, when the ball was already out the way and the safety's still coming down five yards out. That's like the late hit, that could be seen as dirty. This one, this was just a hit that happened. There was already a guy on his back pushing him forward. There was a safety coming downhill, and that was just bad timing for the hit in terms of Nick Chubb. I mean, in terms of Steelers' defense, they had to get him down. You know, I love being an edge rusher, love being a defender, love having the mentality that I'm a warrior. I'm a monster. I walk around with the, you know, with, with the C on my chest for a reason. It's not, it, it stands for captain, but it really like cams him, you know, like it just is what it is. I want to go ham cam. I want to be that guy. I want to be a leader, not only for my D line, but for the whole defense, you know, and that starts with mentality. And that's, you know, when I'm breaking down film, I'm watching other dogs on the defense. I'm watching pass rushers. I'm watching edge rushers. I'm watching guys who are affecting the quarterback, getting to the rock. That being said, when we come back from this break, I'm bringing in one of my, my boys, one of my dogs on another team, the Patriots, you know, via Grand Valley State, via possibly Louisiana, I guess. We'll have him explain that himself. But Matthew Judon coming on to the sh- coming on to off the edge with Cam Jordan. Can't wait. Tune in. Come back. We got it going. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. From third and nine, Tua finally gets hit, finally gets sacked for the first time this year. It's the man who tied for fourth in the NFL sacks a year ago, Matthew Judon. Ooh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, off the edge with Cam Jordan, I get the pleasure to bring in a sack master himself, over 60 sacks. What is that, 62 and a half, 63 and a half last night, 64? You, you, you're starting to snap. You're, you're getting close. We're hitting the, the upper echelon of, ooh, he's on to something. We're talking about Matthew Judon, Patriots outside linebacker, Patriots all-world rusher, drafted Baltimore, uh, originally born in Louisiana, which I just found out this fun fact. Me, I've, I've known Matt Judon for quite a while, and I did not know we had some Louisiana connect. Yeah. But yeah, some some ties, man. You've been hiding it from me. I just want to say a four-time pro bowler, you know, just cold. The guy's been guy's been active in the backfield and apparently been hiding secrets from his boys. I, I'm confused. You Louisiana native? Yeah, yeah. So uh my like all my family's still down there. So for some reason my mom decided to move to Michigan when I was when I was a baby. And so uh I grew up in Michigan. So now a lot of people really know I got the Louisiana roots. Okay, th- there we go. Hey, look, look, man, you know, you know, Mark claim you, bro. Like he's like, nah, you know, he he's from Michigan. You know where we at with it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, Michigan boys. 
And then I, I looked up the stats today and I said, Louisiana. Oh, in fact, Baton Rouge, that boy really, him and Boosie Boo, re- really, really them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, nah, my, uh, all my people still down there, man. Shouts out to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the park. But, uh, I, uh, I really don't know. I went to school all in Michigan, uh, high elementary, grade school, grew up in the church in Michigan, and mm. college in Michigan. And uh, I ain't leave. I ain't really leave Michigan until I went to Baltimore. So, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a Michigander, Michigander. Oh, yeah, yeah that, hey, that's what I mean. That's what I tell people. I'm really from Arizona. Like I was born in Minnesota, but I left when I was four. First, yeah. you know, first kiss, learn how to drive, you know, really, really picked up, you know, the Riz was really Arizona. So that's where I'm at with it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Every, uh, every other place I go, I need a GPS. When I'm in Michigan, I don't need that thing. I know exactly where I'm going. I don't know not a name of a street in Arizona, but I know how to get around. Exactly. I'm scared. Hey, yeah, that's my corner store. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's my granny house over there. Okay, take a left. Exactly. I know I know how to get everywhere where everybody grew up living, all that. That's ride the bike, fights, parks, all that. Yeah. All that Michigan. Well, let's just dive in because I've got, you know, you just went viral and not for sex. One, I want to know where this came from because I ain't never talked about that. That red sleeve wonder where you uh knocking the slime off? Uh, what what that is? That, that sex uh, celebration. Tell me about that. Bruh, uh, bruh, our boy Mark, man, he was like, I was kind of getting sacks. I was getting, you know, starting to become a premier name in the league. And he was like, man, you got to stick with one sack celebration. And I just used to do, I just used to dance, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. And so, and so we used to do everything. And we was doing like the uh, the team celebrations and all that. But Mark was like, man, you got to stick with one celebration. And I think I did that. I did uh, that right there, Kansas City game. And he was like, bro, you got to stick with that. And then, like, the next the next week I had got a celebration, and I ain't do it. I ain't do it. He was like, bro, everybody was waiting for you to do it. Everybody. And so after that, I just it's went It's provocative. Went it gets the crowd going. Right? Exactly. I just went back to that. And uh, it kind of just stuck. And then when I came to uh, when I came to the Patriots, you know, I just started getting sacks. I started getting sacks, putting numbers up back to back, and then it just caught on. It caught on like fire. You said, you said something. You said something about bag to bag because you boy started get that duffel bag started getting deeper. That boy started getting them with the chops yeah. and the in the swipes and the uh, you hey, you just, was you was doing something in Baltimore. You done lit the whole fire over 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 there at the Patriots. Yeah, I think I think man, they just they just ba- let me Baltimore be. to Boston. They they let me be me out here. They let me uh do a, do what we got to do. And I think the biggest thing from uh the Ravens to uh you know the Patriots is the Patriots like switch our coverage a lot more than the Ravens did. Like your Ravens, like you they like. This is a man-to-man team. We got man-to-man corners at at the Ravens. They uh they you know they kind of lanky. Uh, they can run real good, and they physical. So uh, in in Baltimore, you knew it was a man-to-man. So people who run man beaters, and they kind of get the ball out a little bit faster. But oh. the Patriots, we hold, we like show different 
disguises, schemes, and all that stuff. Multiplicity. It, it frees you up. And it helps, it helps the DBs, you know, like, you know, if he's not a man the whole time, okay, well, now I have to identify defenses. Exactly. It, it, it helps to confuse a quarterback, you know, younger, especially younger ones. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I just need I just need that split second for the quarterback to be confused, and then I'm there. I'm uh, there. Uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, yeah, God. So, so if a quarterback ever got to go to to his third read, like, we got we to gotta be on the quarterback here. Gotta be on it, hey, on it, stepping on his neck though. Okay. Yeah. All right. As as a as, as a pass rusher to a pass rusher, we are not going to talk about stopping the run. Like that's you know that's where I have my my most fun at. But pass rusher, pass rusher, would you prefer a game with ten pressures or a game with one and a half sacks? Give me a game with two sacks. Uh, instead, wait, do two I got sacks? Okay, sacks? round do up. I, do I, do I got any sacks in these in these pressures? Nah. No. Ten, hey, 10 pressures, like going federal, but not right. closing the deal. Okay, am I, am I hitting a quarterback or is these pressures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 pressures, probably three quarterback hits, you know, like crazy game. You, you work, hey, give, okay. you, give, give, give it out work. Or do you want two sacks and you only had, you know, three pressures? Two of, the, two of those pressures were sacks. So really one pressure, two sacks. I mean, stat-wise, I'd take them sacks. Stat-wise. That's what I try to tell people. I'll take them that. The game we just had against Carolina, I was in the backfield like every four plays. Like my 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 uh, you know, we get the gray sheet after the game. Gray sheet looks phenomenal. Sensation. Exactly. But they the one sack fumble I had, they took back because of a penalty. So guess what that stat line says? Four tackles. A quarter yeah. like one quarterback hit. And I'm like, bro, what? I was tagging this man. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, the thing about that is, man, the talking heads. They'll look at that stat sheet and they'll be like, bro, Cam didn't even show up today. Cam didn't even do nothing today. Hey, the, hey, the casuals will kill you every time. Man, you'd be like, bro, you should have seen the work I was giving. It. Like, nobody master, wanted to block me. Ma- master clash. Like, I was giving I was giving you everything I had. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it'd be some games that, you know, you get the chip from the tight end to the chip to the running back. And the ball get out fast. You like okay, I'm about to go work at the three technique, right? Then, or then or you get or you get that I'm beating him on the edge, so I'm gonna go inside, and then that that guard starts sliding with the tackle every time. Guard center, guard center slide. So now, slide. so now I can't work my inside moves that I was killing this dude with, and now if I run the edge, the quarterback stepping up. Right. So I, I mean, bro, the casuals, yeah, like you said, man, the people that don't know football. Love to talk football. <laughs> hey, everybody, hey, everybody got opinion. And social media these days, everybody got a heavily formulated opinion. Yeah. But what Stephen A. say about uh, Max Kellerman? He said, he said, you either you either an analyst or you're a former player. And if you're not, if you're not either, maybe we're looking for one or the other. Yeah. I'm just saying. I was out like, It was something to that aversion. I said. I said. Oh. Oh. Yeah. When I said when an analyst goes after uh, another analyst, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, it's like, bro, just if you don't know what you're talking about, shut up. <laughs> hey, on, on, on all accounts. Hey, so what I meant to what I meant to allude to before we started talking about sack celebrations, etc. Um, you went viral the the other day, uh, finding your keys on the side of the road. I just like I saw it this morning. I saw I saw a couple things, and we're gonna talk about all three of them. But like. Your key, why was your keys on the side of the road? Why did your teammate leave with your keys on on top of a car? Why did your keys take off with 
why'd your teammate take off with a, with a car? And why don't I have an air tag on my keys? Because now I got to do that <laughs> ASAP. See, see, it wasn't the keys. Look, so my brother, he was taking my Audi. He was taking my Audi to the dealership to uh, get the tire fixed. But then my my Audi keep my key in. That's my normal car, everyday car. So he took my uh, wallet. He took my little wallet and he put it on top of my charger. And so I had to go to work. So I took the charger out. I'm driving. I, I don't see nothing. You know, it, it's a... We is we coming off of a loss. I'm like, man, let me go get this workout in, you know, get get back into the motion of things. I don't see nothing. He called me, like I'm probably like five five minutes away from work. He called me. He like, did you get did you get your wallet off the top of the car? I'm like, no. Nah, like, what you talking about? He like, oh, I put your wallet on top of the car, uh, this morning. So I'm like, man, damn. Because the, the charger's low, so he just figured you see it. And you know, I was I was moping to the car, man. You, you're not, you know how like, I be. No doubt, no doubt. But you're not you're not Bryce Young. Like you ain't five eight, claiming five ten. You you Judah. You six three, six four, six five. Exactly. Exactly. How many times you look on the top of your car? Can well, you? I, I don't have I don't have a small car. I got I got the uh, I got a Bronco. And then, hey, I just got that electric Hummer that just came in, so now I got to sell the Bronco. I'm a one-car guy, but like... You're, you're a one-car guy? No, I'm a one-car guy. I'm simple. Nah, you know, you just switch them up. That's no. not a one-car That's not a one car guy. I was, your, I was in a... Your Bronco is a 2023 or 2022? 2022. But I was in a Bronco... Or no, I was in a Tahoe for 11 years. My first 11 years, I was in the same car. I was in a Chevy Tahoe, American-made, right? But... It finally like died on me. I, I like I was trying to do too much with it. It finally died right before season. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I gotta get a new car. I want the I want the Hummer. Hummer was a year wait. And yeah. I was like, well, all right, well, I gotta get something. So I really just went to the closest dealership, was like, what you got on lot? They're like, hey, well, we got this Bronco. Somebody didn't want it. Da, da, da. Great, I'll take it. So as much as I like the Bronco, as much as I like. I was like, I, I really wanted the Hummer. So the Hummer came in. So now I look like I'm a two-car guy, but I'm really a one-car guy. Yeah, yeah. So you're a two-car guy, but we'll we keep on. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm driving to work. He called me, and I got this air tag because I always just lose my wallet. So I got this air tag, and I, uh, I look at it, and I zoom in. It's, like, close to my house, but it's on the highway. And I'm like, bro, it's like I'm on the phone with it. I'm like, bro, it's no way my wallet on the highway. He like, send me the geotag, I'll go get it. I'm like, you can't send a geotag for the lost, like, lost yeah. my phone. Like, you can't send it. And even if you get there, you won't be exactly on it. Like, I got to go get it. So I turn around, I'm driving, and lo and behold, man, like, right off the exit, from my house to go to the uh, get on the highway. I pull over. They say it's right there. I got to walk probably like 100, 200 feet to actually find it, like be right on top of it. And thank God it was like on the side of the road. It wasn't on the middle. It wasn't in the middle of the road, nothing crazy. Or I had to like stop traffic. 
I just had to walk and grab it. And then I was like, man, I got to tell the people about this because this no, like no. nobody will believe. I, I'm not a wallet guy no more. Now, now I'm just like, I keep my little my little two credit cards on the on the. You heard me, and I keep it pushing. Hey, it's close, you know. It's personal, and it keeps me it keeps me from like spending random money. Cause like if you got cash in you, you got cash on your pocket. Next thing you know, like I'm like, oh yeah, I can I can buy I can buy that. These snacks are happening. I'm gonna bring these in for the guys. Always bringing in these random ass, you know, donuts, ho hos. I swear I make my team fat, like cause I'm a fat kid at heart. Nah, Snack. nah. You, you you don't do it. Don't set them up. Y'all might have a random. Y'all might have a random weigh in. Hey, we're consistent, bro. <laughs> Whatever you got going over there, we have a weekly weigh in. It's always on Thursday or something like a Thursday. It's like we had a Monday night game, so our you know our weigh in was Friday. We got a short week Thursday. We don't have weigh ins. We the Saints are for everything that they are are consistent. You know, always on a Thursday. Never had a pop quiz. You've had oh. a, you've you've had you've had a random weigh in with that. What what does that even mean? Don't, don't uh, random really weigh me in. No, nah, we did. We didn't. We did just have some weigh-ins. Like, hey, I want to check where your weigh at. Come get on the scale. Oh no! Hey, you know, you know, interior D linemen and office alignment, they need some some time to prepare. Now, to be clear, everybody has like a weight list, a, a weight that you're listed at, or a weight that your team wants you to be at, and then um, they want you to stay at. That's what they. That's what the team has declared a player's optimal weight. Right? I have seen greats uh, have quote unquote weight like hey you they want to want this wide receiver who has had seven consecutive 1000 yard seasons at 212 or 215 or whatever that weight is and he's consistently like 218 and they find him anyways you know like the league is a very finable situation yeah it's 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 all about how they can get their money back <laughs> they stay trying to get their money back it's like man you you playing great but those two extra pounds going to slow you down ah we hate that 600 bucks a pound. Yeah, it's like come on man. How, like how do and you then, know? Yeah, how and then know? you go and then and then that same player goes out and snags eight catches at 98 yards. You're like, "Bro, I think I'm doing all right." Yeah, yeah. It was some 2 pounds. It was <laughs> over two over 2 pounds. Like, can I get my 1200 back? You know, you know like th- those that 5 pound swing though, like, you know, later on in the season when it gets tedious and that back get tight. You know, you you like, oh, I might be too over. Okay, three over. Now, nah, see, see, I got Pilates for that. I got Ooh. Pilates for that. I go. To- oh, yeah, tell the secrets in, boy. You got you on the you on the board with the the big stretch out. I just I just love Pilates. I'm telling you, you got to keep that core tight. If you don't keep that core tight, if you don't, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, then that back gonna get tight. You know that move that you could do. And you so, ain't you ain't swimming. Hey, you you ain't hitting the, the double hand swipe the same no more. Wax out, yeah. Daniel son, I see you. I be yeah. hey, I be watching. I be watching the highlight sacks of, of the week. Just be like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I done that. Oh, I could steal that. Do you do the same thing though? Like, are you all are are, are you an active like film watcher? And if so, like, who do you like to watch in terms of pass rushers? Uh, man, I I watch everybody. I think uh TJ one of the best pass rushers. Like just. When he like when he want to win, he know exactly where to what move to go to. Uh, I think uh, Hassan. I'm a, I'm a I'm a counter your TJ with with Joey Bosa's hand combos, but continue. Man, Joe, see Joey Bosa hand combos be great, but TJ be uh do all his stuff off speed. Joey do all his stuff off power, and so it it be like two different rushes. But Joey again, and that's like, why, and that's how you know I like Joey. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause uh, yeah. you know what I'm about. 
Yeah, yeah. Joey will get to like the middle of the chest and the outside shoulder pad and then kill kill somebody's hands. He'll Bruh. be like this and Bruh, and they hand combos out there looking like Mortal Kombat combinations. Combination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then uh if you watch if you watch Hassan, bro, Hassan got ready. Go. He, he got like he got something. that go. Bro, he just got some of the best moves. It'd it be crazy. Hey, clean wins. Hey, clean yes. wins. Yeah. And then uh, it's, it's so many pass rushes, but uh, I think Hassan, TJ, and then uh, who, who else I'll be watching? I always, I always I, mess up this of this sweat. Um, I believe it's Montez. Josh, is, Josh Sweat is with Philadelphia. Montez yeah. Sweat is with the Commanders. Yeah. Montez be going crazy. Yeah, see, you like power rushes. I don't be, I'll be like, I ain't about to do that. <laughs> like, like, I don't, when I be getting into my power rush, it, I be standing, I end up standing straight. Mm. It's, it's just, I don't be knowing how to get off of it. I'll be like, nah, I'm going hey, to stay away from hey, that. When you knock on that door, eventually the door going to have to get open. Hey, yeah. keep knocking that door. Hey, when they, when they start sitting down, now you got a short edge. It's just well, reverse mentality. Well, yeah. See, I mean, I didn't did some power rushes, but they be off like speed. My my thing is speed, and I uh, another dude, uh, Crosby. Like he just always moving. Bro, he active. he uh, he <laughs> always moving. It's like it's like speed, power, inside move, cross chop. It, it's just it's never ended. But a, a guy like that, and so when I mean when you can put them back to back to back to back to back. And you in a run game, you in a pass game, and, and you just going like we we didn't see some like beautiful games put together by some outside rushers. So yes, I'll be stealing. I'll be <laughs> if it hey, worked, you got to. If it worked, let me use it too. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Worked, I like what worked. you did. So now it's mine. And now I'm gonna see, put my I, finesse on it. I'm trying to I'm trying to get that uh that fake spin though. I'm gonna do it one time. That that D wear in the Super Bowl when he hit him with the he. I'm gonna do it one time. I mean, I mean, and, and it wasn't against no slouch. The dude he did against against right. in the uh, Hall of Fame, ain't he? Yeah, Joe. I believe Staley. That was the, was that the was that what it was? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Hit, yeah. hit him with the he. Come here. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it one one of these times. You know, offensive linemen are cattle, bro. Like they they sort of I'm not gonna say they dumb, but like they get very stuck in and routine, if you shall. So like when you hit him with the speed, now you can go to power. When you hit him with the power, now you can go to spe- speed. It's li- just playing checkers. I'm not even playing chess. They fall yeah. for it every time. They 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 really do. They really do. <laughs> it's, it's it's some good ones some with some good feet, but you know most of them just getting away until that, uh, the quarterback can get the ball off. That's it. They got that fast release. All right. So I want to ask you. You know, we talked about Pilates keeping your back back right. Do you prefer you know the controversial debate? Turf or grass? Oh, grass all the way. Uh, okay. I, Cause I you, think because you play on I, grass and, and be more in Boston. No, no, we uh Boston, you know, New turf. England turf, but uh turf is faster. Is uh is I think it's better when uh when like in snow games. I think turf is better. Uh, did but any anything else? Uh, I rather I rather prefer grass. It's it just get like it gives easier, but it's it's also some people out here with some bad grass. Like don't 
don't get us don't get it wrong like you you go to you go to uh Green Bay Packers joint like late in the season no it's sad it's sad it's you go to you go to uh the Steelers or the Browns late in the season you're playing on dirt it's it's one well one of them is sand and then the other one is just mud right like that's that's just not it's not what you want Bart. You've had it. You've had a sack in each each of these games. You're balling in my mind, like because I'm only seeing highlights. And I just want to know how do you feel about your your play right now? Can you elevate? And how do you elevate? I gotta I gotta just be more of a force. Uh, I feel like I feel like I gotta start moving more in the middle of the defense because uh, you know I, you know. At that level, you start just getting weird blocks, man. Chips from wide receivers. Like, bro, you not the motion even... the tight end. Like, bro, I've already angled in. Leave me alone. Exactly. And then uh, a running back just stay in the backfield. So I, I think I got to start moving more in the middle of the defense. But uh, I think one of the biggest things is we got to actually be in, a, be in a situation to where we can pass rush. You know, uh, we got to... When they don't know where you at, then you get some freedom to, like, really show your moves. When they hey, know where you at each and every time, they be like, oh, we're sliding towards Judon. Exactly. Exactly. And But uh, I feel like I got to be, like, a point guard, get everybody else involved right now. Thanks. You know, and, and get everybody else going. And then that's just going to free me up a little bit more. For sure. Oh, I appreciate you, my boy. Look, I, I said I'd get you off in 30 minutes. It took 33, and that's not my fault because I was I was late. I was my laptop had to update, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, we we good, man. Appreciate you for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, my guy. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you tap out. Uh Thomas, get my man out of here. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Appreciate my guy, Matthew Judon, for coming in, tapping in off the edge with Cam Jordan on my podcast. Episode two went down. We talked about a plethora of subjects. I appreciate y'all tapping in the whole time and talk about tapping in and tuning in. Please uh, give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast at, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, wherever else you may tune in and get your podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate Judah for tapping in. I appreciate my producers for helping me out carry this conversation because I'm just looking at you and you're not looking at me, but we're going to keep on going quite happily. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.